Somewhere in the bowels of the city that never sleeps. Kevin McCullough, radio host with Salem Media. Is a man also not sleeping. Syndicated radio talk show host Kevin McCullough. And that guy would like a word with you. Many of you know him from as Lux Tradamus. Of course that Kevin show is going to be great. The only thing that could be greater, of course, would be that Donald show. But we don't have that, so we have that Kevin show. Featuring the music of Dick Tunney and the Dream in Color Orchestra. And tonight, $87 million at the box office is nothing compared to his passion for the life of children. Jim Caviezel, Fox News megastar Kaylee McEnany, Justin Gesso and Andrea Berg in tonight's Spotlight, plus Assignment Desk Weekend and Trippin' in Times Square. And now, from Times Square, where the narrowly avoided Broadway strike will allow Doc and Marty's 1.21 gigawatts to roll on, here's that Kevin! All right, welcome to the weekend. So glad to have you here, Kevin McCullough from Times Square, as we are usually accustomed to uh, being with you tonight. We've got a lot to get to, a great show, an unbelievable guest list tonight. Um, Look, $87 million in the uh, movie coffers uh, to Jim Caviezel couldn't mean anything to him right now. For him... This movie, Sound of Freedom, uh, it's all about saving the kids and saving children and people out of human trafficking. Uh, friends, you know that that's a big passion at this microphone. We've, we've uh, as of right now, we've liberated 93 human slaves uh, this year alone with Christian Solidarity International. And in previous years, you add them all up together, it's in excess of 3,500. So very, very happy about that. Welcome. Glad you're here. Uh, we've got assignment desk weekend. We couldn't we couldn't go the whole you know night without a, <clears throat> a look at the news. Uh, and we're going to go tripping in Times Square again. Uh, my, my friend Justin Awad is back on the streets of New York, and he has some doozies. And remember, folks, when he talks to these people, they're canceling your vote. Just remember that these people cancel out you. Um, so it's it's kind of a kind of a big deal, I think. Uh, anyway, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you here. Um, I I, I want to just I'm feeling bad for for people these days, and I shouldn't. This was a horrific week for Joe Biden, and I I shouldn't care at all. Um, but from the start of the week. Through the end of the week, the news just got worse as it went along. It couldn't. It couldn't have gotten much worse. We we now have actual evidence from the Barisma officials that bribed him, that have put in writing that <laughs> demonstrating that it's true that he and Hunter got five million each uh, from corrupt uh, officials at Barisma. But let's go back further than that because you know you re- you might remember. Uh, Mr. Mr. Biden uh, having an answer to a question asked by one Steve Ducey when uh, the administration was very, very young. Remember this? Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, 
I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Well, that's a, a Democratic congressman reading sworn testimony. And he seems to have just confirmed that, in fact, um, Joe Biden had heard from Hunter Biden. It had been discussed. The business had been dis- the the illegal overseas extortion business, the Biden business had been, in fact, discussed. And this is where this is where the Bidens find themselves at right now, because everything they've told fibs about starting to come out in the open and some of it very unflattering. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually had an ethics complaint filed against her by Hunter Biden's attorney this week for showing his peepee, even though it was fuzzed out to the United States Congress. You referred to one of the assistants as West Coast assistant. I believe this is the West Coast assistant. Could you agree with that? So I can tell you that there were deductions for what we believe to be escorts. And then that $10,000 golf club membership. Yes, that was not a golf club membership. That was for a sex club payment. Oh, well, that's interesting. But, but we're not surprised by any of this, right? This is all on the laptop. Hookers, blow, hunter, usually in that order. But that's, that's, what, we've, that's what a lot of us, if we had paid attention to the news and uh, we, we were allowed to read the New York Post story when it first came out before it got canceled, et cetera, there's a lot of us that's already, already been known. But now it's in the foray and the, the big guy, the big guy, wonder what that means about the other guys. If he's the big guy, who's the little guy? There's troubling possibility there. Anyway, um, but that, so the bad news coming out through the hearings and stuff, that was just a part of the week. Then he hosted the Israeli prime minister, where at the end of the meeting, I don't know, you got any kind of clue what he's trying to say here? And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they are uh, at, uh, at the Akron uh, and the Polish Shrine. Why is it so hard to understand what, what the president is trying to say there? Oh, I think he was very, very clear, Martha. So you didn't think there was any problem to communicate there? You didn't have any any difficulty understanding what he was trying to say? The president was very clear in the, in that in that clip, and he's been very clear with the Israeli leaders about what we're trying to do here. That's John Kirby, and I, I got to tell you, I, I wouldn't want to do his job right now. He's he's in director of communications now. I, I think for all of the national security operations, but Karine Jean Pierre is messing up so bad in the daily press briefings from the White House. He, he's probably going to start having to do those too. But he he actually thought that he could that that he could isolate us. That he could that he could make us believe that we should have understood what it was that President Biden was saying right there. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they are uh, at, uh, at, uh, at the Akron and Leader of the free world, folks. That's him. Well, fast forward a little bit further, and you get to Friday afternoon, 
when and I this this was really weird because he had this episode where he met with all of the leaders of the seven major AI companies that are out there and the terms and conditions under which they met nobody really knows but it was something that he had to secure uh, the meeting of to uh, make sure that they would ensure that AI would stay safe uh, and that it would be allowed to continue to grow, but that they would they would put uh, provisions in it to keep it safe to not do the things that it's not supposed to do. Does anybody think that Joe Biden understands how toothpick works, much less AI? Why is he negotiating this? I I wouldn't I I wouldn't ask him to explain the mechanics of how a wheel rolls down a hill and and he's he's the one making the deal with the seven ai companies that promise to keep it safe and ensure that we don't get, uh, get abused in the ever learning growing intelligence and data mining and sweeping that particularly the progressive left wants to implement on all of us does anybody think that that's going to be anywhere close to being actually what it should be why is he negotiating this why why is the chief ex oh well maybe maybe they have a check form i don't know we'll see but so after he has that meeting then he goes out and tries to do a press conference now you have to understand this chief executive doesn't do many press conferences he's just not up for them you know, when Trump was there, he'd be like, yeah, you, yeah, next, yeah, what you got to see? yeah, sit down, I already talked to you, yeah, you over there. He'd, he'd do the whole room, back row to the front, everybody get a question, boom, 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 yeah, that's all you got, give me more, boom. Joe Biden comes out, starts looking at his watch, oh, I don't know, it's ice cream time, I gotta, I gotta get out of here quick. And... He announces, and by the way, people that were in attendance couldn't, they couldn't decipher whether he was coming out to say that AI was a danger or whether it was a good thing. But then someone had a real question about Chinese hacking us, and he just walked out. Mr. President, can you tell us about the hacking of cabinet officials by China and the threshold of concern you have about that, sir? Are you ready? Yes. How are There he went. He was also overheard saying that he's the AI. I'm the AI. If you think I'm Abe Lincoln, it's the AI. I'm really the AI. Pretty scary stuff for the leader of the free world to be in. Anyway, it was a bad week for Joe. Coming up next, Jim Caviezel. Don't go anywhere. I knew it. Ah, uh, come on, Kev. What's a few classified documents between friends? I told you. I told you all the time. I knew it. I knew he had some, too. Here he is. That Kevin. Kevin McCullough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest I very much look forward to speaking with because the not only does he have the number one movie in America at nearly 86 million in domestic box office so far, but he's also taking on one of the most important issues of our time, Ladies and gentlemen, playing Tim Ballard in the brand new Sound of Freedom. Please welcome Jim Caviezel. Hi, Jim. Hello. 
it's uh, great to have you. Uh, let me get this out of the way right up front. Everybody knows about the SAG strike and what's going on there. Um, yep. You're not crossing a picket line by doing this. This motion picture doesn't fall into that category. Just explain to everybody for me. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we we would have been that film if Disney had taken us and a lot of these other uh, groups that belong to the AMPTP. We're not a part of that, so I'm allowed to uh, talk about our film now. I am with my brothers and sisters of SAG, um, especially in all the streaming and the um, you know residuals. Uh, they haven't uh, adjusted the pay scale, um, and um, it's becoming more impossible to be to make a living as an actor. Uh, I've been fortunate. And then, of course, then you have artificial intelligence, this AI stuff, uh, where you can literally just um, create uh, uh, an another actor or use your image. And and uh, and this is uh, technologies that, you know, obviously, they're wonderful, but they also can be quite abusive if, right. if checked. No, that makes total sense. Um, well, thanks for explaining that. I didn't want people to have the wrong thought. And um, sure. I do agree with you, by the way. I think that the uh, the kind of coming out of Angel Studios and a lot of other of uh, these uh, alternative, um, particularly online uh, producers are going to change the way uh, your industry operates. And I think that every, you know, the scripture says a workman is worthy of his hire. This is a, this is, this is not a foreign concept to people that actually believe biblical truth. Um, back to my first comment, this is not just a movie. It's not just a story. Uh, and I don't know, to be honest, why Disney didn't go forward with it. Uh, I mean, it's been produced for a few years now, but you did find somebody that was look at look at the movies they're making right now. Well, that explains. They've lost nine hundred billion dollars. What? Or nine? Sorry, nine hundred million. Why? Why would you be doing that? And yeah. now you're going to make the the uh, the seven dwarves and make them transgender or whatever you're yeah, going to make. Yeah, it's crazy. I, but let's talk no, about Christians this movie. Yeah, it has ahead. started. It has started another conversation about human trafficking and human slavery, and this is a very personal thing to me, Mr. Caviezel, uh, my listeners and viewers have for the last 10 years uh, been working with a group called Christian Solidarity International. We have liberated human trafficked slaves in Sudan and other places, 18 countries that we've worked in to the tune of about 4,200 liberations over that 10 year period. So we're, we're passionate about this here, but why do you think it started in national conversation the way it has? Oh, um, it's, it's, it's a boiling point. Um, you clearly see what is going to happen to our children in the future. Forget about the future right now, what's happening. Um, they're making laws that are hurting our kids. They're forcing us, uh, the critical race theory. I mean, in California right now, you're going to see a bill that's going to go through and eventually be a law. I have no doubt. And essentially, let's say you're, child is um, drawing rainbows in kindergarten because children often do. And then you have your critical race theory teacher who goes over and says, oh, you're one of us. One of what? Well, transgender. So the kid comes home and he tells his parents and they say, no, we're Christian. We don't do that. Well, they, they're going to send the uh, child protective services in and take yep. your kid. And so that there's one. Um, you, the grooming, 
that's going on in cities right now. You have grown men walking around and putting their junk on little children's face in Seattle. And this is, and then you're taking Jesus at a Dodgers game, a, 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 a Lord uh, crucified on a cross and using it as a stripping pole. Okay, would you do that with a, a Jewish rabbi over a menorah? Um, and so, the, the, and this is referencing the children, what are they called? The sisters of perpetual indulgence. Perpetual right. indulgence meaning grace. What kind of grace are they showing Christians? We're mocked all the time. I mean, there's millions of Christians here in the United States, and you see church leaders not saying a word. And so it there's a uh, it frightens you to understand that not only are you losing our our republic, and understand a republic is not a democracy. Yeah, you know you can in a democracy, right? You can say you know all. Uh, down syndrome children must die and you can vote on it like they did in Germany and and they all die they can take away your rights but you can't do that in an inalienable right system under republic because you have the right to your life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and there is a reason why your life comes first because without your life you don't have liberty and without your life you don't have happiness mm. this should yeah. never be happening and i i i fault the tip of the spear of the churches where all these bishops, pastors have sat on their hands and have called the, it's literally the prosperity gospel. And it's fine. I mean, I'm not saying you can't be successful, but if God calls you at some point, are you willing to give it up? I mean, it can be said that, you know, some Christians died martyred. I mean, I, I, I think John lost, the Baptist lost his head, right? Yes. Was he bad? Was Most he of the disciples were crucified, actually. Uh, Absolutely. So, so, so is this, but it's, it's like, well, the modern day Christians are called to the time of plenty, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that was back in the old days, you know, see, so they did that. No, no, no. It's here. It's, it's at our doorstep right now. Actually, it's in our homes. Well, and, it's interesting uh, that you're bringing this up, Jim, because one of the things that I've just been speaking with some um, Christian leaders that are concerned about some of these same things that uh, you just have mentioned is that one of the things that needs to happen is that the church needs to become far more bold. And oh. when the attacks come, you need to be bolder, not not more not more uh, silent. And we've yeah. kind of got it backwards. Everybody thinks, oh, I shouldn't. Uh, they'll make uh, excuses. Well, for the sake of my ministry, I shouldn't be too controversial. <laughs> no, it's kind of the opposite. And yeah, they they might they might hang you at the stake, but you know they did worse to uh, Jesus himself. Um, real quickly before we take this first break, um, Tim's character, the one you portray in the film. Uh, what did you re how did how did you prepare for that part? What resonated about this part for you? When God tells you to do something, you don't hesitate. See, and this is the reality of what Christians, the the all Christians, the authentic ones, this is what they believe that they know that it might come down to that. And that there are those out there that are willing to give their careers away, their they, even their very life to stand for the truth. And we're at that door right now. Okay, hold that thought. Uh, Jim Caviezel is my very special guest. The movie is Sound of Freedom. Coming right back. Stay here. Ready or not, he'll be right back. That Kevin. 
Back to that Kevin show with Kevin McCullough. And we're back with a very special discussion with Jim Caviezel, who is uh, the uh, lead in the new movie Sound of Freedom. And he portrays Tim Ballard, who, um, true story, um, has been rescuing children. You don't realize it, uh, Jim. Uh, the average American doesn't. But we have a problem with human trafficking here in the United States. It is uh, worse globally than it's ever been. In fact, I just read some statistics uh, the other day. We have more humans enslaved on planet Earth than we have at any point in time in human history. And I think that hits some people that aren't quite familiar with some of this material, and it shakes them up a little bit and says, how is that even possible? I thought the abolitionist movement solved all that. But the truth is humans are doing more evil to fellow humans than at any point in time. Yes. You know, Tim Ballard told me that it, this is so big, you know, Jim, what do you think of the Super Bowl? Is that a big, you know, day in the, in, in the world when that, yeah, I say, yeah, it's big. He says, well, NFL makes between 11 and $15 billion a year. If you were to take all the NHL hockey teams, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't even be close to how big this is. Uh, if you took the NBA basketball teams with NHL, with the, with the uh, NFL as well, and then you added on all the uh, soccer teams in the world uh, in your Champions Leagues in all Latin America, still wouldn't be enough. And Europe still wouldn't be enough. And then also add on every 18-year-old in the United States getting a full ride to Stanford University for four years, every 18-year-old. Then you're talking $152 billion. That's that's the amount of money that trafficking is, Traffickers, is yes. producing these days. Producing, procuring children, organ harvesting, adrenochroming, all of it. And there's a lot of things like the last word that I said, oh, I'm not prepared to have that conversation. Well, because you still believe that the media is telling you the truth. Yeah, I've noticed you believe that. You that you stumbled into some trouble mentioning that word. Can you, for my listeners who are not as uh, educated on it, just explain what the controversy is there? Well, okay, so... Let's go to another word, uh, crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Let's look at the passion of the Christ. What did they do? They, they went after that film. They didn't like that narrative, and they don't like this one either. Um, they throw things out there like when we were filming it, this QAnon, which is a, a, a part of this whole thing. And So every time I go and do a film, I have to go into heavy research. I, I look at things that I don't want to look at. Things I don't want to see, but I've got to, I have to, because I've got to take it to the level to be able to artistically uh, show you what's going on. And they're terrified of this film. They're attacking this film like they attack the passion of the Christ. Um, because when it is the truth, they attack it. Um, but is it beyond that? Is there, is it? Uh, Jenny Chrome, that... you can look it up on the NIH. It exists. Okay. Okay. It's a, 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 a um, chemical composition of uh, the molecular structure, I believe is uh, C9H9NO3. Uh, they use words like ambrosia, which in the Greek would be the um, essentially the drink of the gods. Um, and we go into, in this film, ladies and gentlemen, just to understand, we don't go into this, but this stuff is happening mm. and it has to be stopped. And so when you Look at, for example, a law that's passed in California on organ harvesting, okay? Or when you look at that word and a law where you're now being able to kill babies after they're born, 
Now right. think about it. Now we got to stop being gullible here. Why are they killing the babies after they're born? How does that save the mother's life? Then when you start to learn and you put on your big boy pants and you start to learn about um, organ harvesting, well, why waste the blood too, right? So you're tormenting the child. It's not just adrenaline that goes in the bo body and that is, is released. It it goes, it has to be, the child has to be under great stress and fear and has to know it's going to die. And this is how it creates, uh, goes through the pinuary gland into the brain. And I can't explain the rest of it because this, this, this you're going to have to do your own research on this because it's so horrific. But this is the early stage and the Christians have to be on the tip of the spear. Yeah, They have to be the ones to understand it. It'll always be this way. Because if Christians really are, are the bearers of the truth, that at some point the devil is going to have to take them down. And, he, and when you are willing to offer your name, your reputation, your very life to stand for the truth, you're able to do this because love is greater than evil. Love is what motivates you. Love is the only thing that I could do to get those little kids from stop screaming in the night. That because I knew that I was going to do the job. And then I, what does Jesus say? He talks about not fearing those that can take your life, but those that can take your mortal soul. And I, and I, 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 I'm sad for God because we don't love him enough. We don't love him enough to do something about it. Jim Caviezel, stay right there. Coming right back. He'll be right back. Welcome back. A very special edition of That Kevin Show underway tonight with our very special visit uh, with Jim Caviezel still in progress. I, I so appreciate, Jim, your time and your generosity with your uh, heart and really letting us see inside uh, the real uh, mind and uh, kind of commitment that you have to this subject. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we went to the break, I made mention in the last segment that uh, this broadcast has tried to do all that we could in recent years to alleviate human slavery and human trafficking. We've been working with a group called Christian Solidarity International for over 10 years uh, that is uh, committed to this. And as you well know, uh, we have um, helped nearly 4,500, I think it is, uh, slaves uh, to date over the course of that amount of time and uh, seen them return. Now, this we haven't been helping exclusively children like uh, Tim's organization does, but we, we have helped young girls and women who were sexually trafficked, uh, beaten, humiliated, tortured, uh, simply because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And uh, I, I'm, I am glad to let you know that last week we had a matching uh, grant go into effect for that broadcast that any slave that we liberated, any human traffic uh, victim that we could liberate last week uh, would be matched by that private donor. And I'm happy to say that tonight we have the same uh, donor stepping forward and saying, Kevin, with this special broadcast with Jim Caviezel, if there are people who want to respond and liberate a life and save someone and set them free, I will match that effort. Now, Christian Solidarity International works in 18 countries 
They uh, help uh, free human slaves across the globe. And in this particular situation, for $250, they give the uh, trafficked individual everything they need to restart their life. And so if you would uh, like to do that tonight, you can go to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org, or you can dial 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, and that will allow you to just in a couple of minutes make your contribution and then know that tonight it was matched in this effort to uh, celebrate the movie Sound of Freedom and all the good that's going into fighting human trafficking and ending human slavery. I would like to see it ended in our time. 888-342-1010 or bringherhome.org. Let's take a look at the um, teaser for The Sound of Freedom and give you a taste and feel for this film. How'd that make you feel? Giving a child his freedom. Oh, good. You have been at this for 12 years. My country tis of thee. Why are you doing it? Because God's children are not for sale. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And yet somehow, you have failed to bring me one real-world lead. It's over, Tim. Close up and come back home. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. South of that river is all rebel territory. No one goes in. What if this was your daughter? So she's gone. that that's the sound of freedom sound of freedom is one of those films that can legitimately change this world so we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help Let's make this film a historic event and the start, the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today and you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. 
Jim Caviezel, um, thank you for putting yourself out there and uh, being willing to do the difficulty with this movie. I'm going to continue to encourage people to see it. We have been encouraging people for the last uh, couple of months, and I just think it's one of the most important things that can be learned about right now and then do something about it. And friends, those of you listening and watching, if you want more information, I can give you organizations that are willing to take this on. We've worked with some really good ones over the years, but uh, Jim Caviezel, thank you for shining a bright light on this. We are very, very grateful. Can I say one last thing? Please do. As some of you heard me say this, as Reagan said that you and I have a rendezvous with destiny, we'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth. Or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. War, war now with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose this war and in so doing lose this great way of freedom of ours, history will record with the greatest astonishment that those of us that had the most to lose did the least to prevent it from happening. Well, I think it's high time now we ask ourselves if we still even know the freedoms that were intended for us by our founding fathers. My brothers and sisters, if we don't stand up for our children, can we, can we not love God's children more than we fear evil? Can we not love Jesus more than we fear our cross? Unlike you, I know I'm going to die someday, but I always go back to what Reagan said, that evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. God bless you. Well said. Jim Caviezel, thank you for your time. Kevin McCullough coming back from New York. Stay here. Ready or not, he'll be right back. That Kevin. Serving it up. With a no-drink minimum, it's that Kevin Show. A movie that surprised everyone by how much it's done and how much it will do. Here's Justin Jesso. Don't. 
to find my way to the light. All my strength to fight and open my eyes. Give me strength. Give me strength. Fighting human trafficking in a way that nothing else has. Kevin McCullough coming back for hour two of this very special That Kevin Show next. Hey, get the soundtrack. Search hashtag new music spotlight on Spotify or Apple Music.